Well, she couldn't understand why she couldn't get any calls, but she uh, had the mute switch on, and, um, you know, it's not going to work. Oh, oh my gosh, are we live? Sorry. And now, join Chet and Gary with Apple Products, The Senior Angle. Good afternoon, Chad. How are you today? I'm doing pretty good, Gary. Well, today uh, we're going to focus on the uh, latest um, Mac what, uh, keynote. They used to call them a keynote <laughs> presentation. Uh, product, re- product release. Product release. There yes, you go. Uh, on Tuesday. Release. Yes, on Tuesday. So they released quite a, uh, well, not quite a few things, uh, but they released uh, different areas of, I mean, different things in different areas. First off, which I found interesting was if they ever get this uh, baseball contract negotiated, that they're going to start having Friday night baseball, two games um, a week on Apple TV, which yep. I thought was pretty cool. Yeah, and they, they said those were exclusive to Apple TV, so you wouldn't be able to watch them anywhere else, which is kind of interesting. But you're right. Uh, yeah, Apple seems to have gotten its contract settled, but uh, now the uh, right <laughs> now the Major League Baseball and the they uh, got to do their part. Now. They got to do their part and start right. playing again. Yeah, right. And they uh, released a, a phone, a new SE phone, mm-hmm. and they had a new Air 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 um, iPad Air iPad iPad Air. <laughs> Get it out in a minute. And the big, the big uh, release, though, and I'm going to let you cover a little bit of that. I've done a little bit of um, price comparisons, but I'm going to let you talk a little bit about this new studio. Okay. I, I found that to be very interesting. I mean, we're talking about a box that is the size of the Mac Mini mm-hmm. at just twice as high. Right. Um, and Apple has done some marvelous things with the internal chips on this. They took their most powerful version of their M1 chip, and they uh, let us know that they had some secrets in it they hadn't told anybody about, which was a way of connecting two of them together. And uh, one of the things I saw said there were something about 10,000 connections that are made between those two chips when they put them together. But they actually can take two of the M1 max chips stick them together and it appears to the system to be a single chip not two different chips which means from a programming standpoint the software developers don't need to do anything different at all they just write their code and it runs Um, we're talking about things that are just uh, at speeds uh, that uh, most human beings will find unbelievable Um, so it's it's going to be really interesting to see what people wind up doing with that I thought it was fascinating. It talked about the fact they could drive four 27-inch 5K displays and right. a large-screen TV. And a TV. <laughs> yeah, that was amazing. <laughs> uh, it's just, um, it seems like with, with each chip release, it just gets um, more and more advanced. The more speed, and more advanced, and yeah. <clears throat> the processing speed, the graphic speed. I did a little comparison on the, and this is just the M1 Max. Um, not the the ultra chip, mm-hmm. and I was looking at the 16-inch MacBook Pro, and I did a, pretty much a close comparison as far as specs. On the 16-inch book MacBook Pro, uh, it had 10 cores of CPU. That's CPU is the central central processing, processing unit. unit. Yes, 
And that handles, that's kind of like the brain of the computer. Right. It had 10 cores of CPU and had 16 cores of GPU, which is a graphics. Graphics. Right. Yes. And so if you're doing movies or any kind of Photoshop or anything like that, that that's always comes always comes in handy. Then I bumped them up to 64 gigabytes of memory mm-hmm. with one terabyte of storage. Well, the 16-inch MacBook Pro came in at 38.99. Okay. I compared it with the M1 Mac Studio, pretty much the same specs. It was 10-core CPU, but it was double the GPU, so graphic-wise, it was double to 32. Right. 64 gigabytes of memory and one terabyte of storage, and it was 27.99. Mm-hmm. And now that it's only three inches by seven inches or six inches, it's kind of portable like a laptop if <laughs> if you have a display. That's the key. Yeah, that's right. the key. Uh, right. It uh, requires a display and a keyboard and a mouse or a trackpad or something to go along with it. It's like the Mac Mini. It, it's uh, the bare guts of the machine without all the peripherals going around it so you can mix and match whatever you want. Um, but, yeah, no, no performance-wise, it's something else. And I think they said it was, uh, was it 22 ter- uh, twenty-two trillion floating point operations a second or oh, wow. something like that. Yeah. Um, I was kind of surprised listening to one of the reviewers uh, say that uh, it, with as much code or with as much capability in the chip, he was surprised it wasn't faster than that. But that's, uh, again, a speed that most of us can't comprehend. And I, I kind of asked myself the question, what does that mean to senior citizens and, uh, you know, our audience in particular? And, and the answer is not very much in the base machine. Uh, this is the kind of a machine that somebody that was doing photo editing professionally or somebody that was putting together movies that would be professionally shown uh, would take advantage of. Uh, software developers could definitely take advantage of a machine of this size and capability. Uh, the other thing is that it's great for doing artificial intelligence work. It has some real capabilities in the neural network artificial intelligence area. But that's not something that a normal senior citizen or or our audience would be interested in. It's fantastic to go look and say, oh, wow, look at that. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, there's some of the other things that were talked about that I think are far more uh, interest to our group. Right. When you really, when you get down to it in our group, basically a a nice tricked out iPad would Mm -hmm. be just as good as a laptop, you know, for what most of our audience uses for pretty much communications, texting. Well, one of the things I guess that uh, struck me was that the the iPhone SE they announced and the new iPad Air, uh, these are are both in the price range of the previous ones. The uh, iPhone SE is uh, about $430. The iPad Air is running just about $600. Uh, But the thing is that they have significantly enhanced the performance of those. The size of them is as the uh, previous version sizes were. Uh, But the iPhone 13, uh, there's an iPhone 13 to 13 Pro. um, And uh, their uh, 12 megapixel cameras are new. A15 Bionic chip is new. 1.8 times faster than an iPhone 8. 26 times faster for processing the neural net artificial stuff. They have 5G support, so uh, if you have a, a, a cell phone account that has 5G capability, you can use it on that. They've got new tougher glass on it and so forth. So that's a, a significant improvement. So if somebody's looking for that size of a phone, uh, the, the new iPhone SE 
uh, at uh, you know $430 is not a bad deal at all. And the iPad Air, uh, you know, again, they've done some really big things here. They said they got 60 times faster performance, twice as fast graphics. And one of the key things, uh, again, by the way, is just 5G support is, is in there if you have the cellular model, you have 5G. But one of the things that I think is really interesting is this ultra-wide front camera. And uh, I've got that on my iPad Pro and that, in conjunction with a piece of software called Center Stage, right. is unbelievably impressive. And uh, uh, I think that is a game changer for a lot of things, especially if you use FaceTime and some of the new capabilities of FaceTime. And for those people that don't know what uh, Center Stage is all about, is you have this very wide-angle uh, camera, and if you put your FaceTime session in the Center Stage mode, as you move around, the software concentrates on you, and it looks like the camera is following you. It appears to move as you move. It keeps you right in the center of the frame. It keeps you in the center of the frame and zooms in on you, but the, in actual fact, your iPad is sitting on the table doing nothing. It's all being done in software. And one of the uh, commercials that I saw from Apple that's most impressive is a woman is sitting in front of an iPad talking on the iPad, and her family members are in the background around her, and they begin to move in around her. As they come into the picture, the picture widens out to include them. Right. And it keeps widening out and widening out, and it's because of this ultra-wide thing. So that's going to make a really big difference in how people perceive that. So those are the things that I think are going to be the biggest advantages to to our clientele or the the new phone and the new iPad Air. Yeah, I was looking I was looking at the uh, <clears throat> both those uh, models there and and trying to determine the difference and because actually the the chip in the, the new SE is the same chip that's in the thirteen. In the thirteen, yeah. <clears throat> the only difference I could find was, and it's probably not going to be too relative to our our clients. Um, but there's no cinematic rec video recording or no macro video recording. Right. And there's no HDR, or no Adobe Vision recording. Right. Um, probably our, our clientele, they're probably not going to miss that anyway. That's right. And yeah, I, I would think that most of them don't really understand what um, any of the words you just said. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the, the only thing that they might miss is that it doesn't have face recognition. It's just fingerprint. Just so, fingerprint, yeah. Right. And as far as the iPad Air goes, I mean, for $200 less than, like, the iPad Pro, mm -hmm. uh, you're only losing about a tenth of an inch screen size on, yeah. the, on the smaller one. Yeah. And, um, again, it just doesn't have any, uh, it doesn't have the ProMotion scrolling. Right. Which, again, you can't really even tell. Yeah. I mean, um, and the, um, the ultra-wide camera... It doesn't have the two cameras because on the the pro you have a, a ultra wide, and then you got a a, a wide one. So mm -hmm. they have well, two the, different ones. The thing you have to look at too is there's two sets of cameras. One is on the back side of it, and that's where you would be <clears> looking at the screen, seeing on the screen what's in the distance, and you're taking a picture of that. The other camera is the camera that's facing you when you're looking at the screen, the selfie camera, the okay. one that sees you. Gotcha. That's the one that's the ultra-wide angle that uh, ha handles uh, center stage. I got you. The other thing, uh, too, is that uh, the new uh, iPad Air uh, supports the Apple Pencil 2. 
Right, right. So you can actually use the pencil uh, to mark things up and to write. And I think that's kind of interesting that you can actually write things in. You don't have to type them in. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It just converts it to text it when you write convert, it. Yeah, you can have it convert to text or just have it store your right. uh, keystrokes as you as you uh, write it with it. Uh, so it kind of depends on the way that you want to work with it. But this puts into a price range that most people can afford that kind of capability. Exactly. I thought it was cool when the Apple Pencil came out where you could just write in in the search bar. What mm-hmm. you, you know, and, you know, just scribble search, mode. Scribble it's, mode. Yeah. yeah, call it scribble mode. Right. Yes. Uh, well, let's talk a little bit. I don't have too much information about the display, but it looks like you have a little bit there to share with us. Yeah, they, they uh, came out with some new displays, and uh, these are 27-inch uh, 5K displays. They actually have an A13 Bionic chip, a computer chip, in them to help manage that. Uh, they have a front-facing camera with ultra-wide support that will support center stage. So if you have one of these, uh, you can uh, participate in, again, FaceTime calls with center stage. Six speakers, oh, wow. of course, wow. and what they call spatial audio. And what Apple is doing is enhancing the audio and the separation and where it sounds like around you. So it gives you a, a real surround sound. Um, and uh, you can have up to three of those displays connected to a single MacBook. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. <laughs> so I don't know of many people that really need that, but that's one of the things that's there. Uh, that's also in 5K, is that, is that correct? That's 5K, 5K resolution, yes. Yeah, yeah. So, well, that's a pretty good little synopsis of what was released yesterday. Yep. Yeah. So uh, with that, I think we're going to wind it up here, Chet, and we'll see you next week. All right. Sounds like a winner.